0: Stay connected at urbanmusicreport.com for the hottest music features and videos, fashion reports, sports stories, entertainment news and technology updates at urbanmusicreport.com. Stay connected. Hi, I'm Troy Nicholson and welcome to Urban
1: Influencers. Superstar entertainers were the major influencers of the past decade, but today, urban influencers, they have millions of followers They're earning millions of dollars and millions of people are watching them every day. They influence my kids, your kids, me and you every time we open up our cell phone. Today on Urban Influencers, we're going to bring you all the people that you need to see. Of course, the people that you want to see too, but most importantly, the people you need to see. All this and more coming up on Urban Influencers right after this.
0: Stay connected at com for the hottest music features and videos, fashion reports, sports stories, entertainment news, and technology updates at urbanmusicreport.com. Stay connected. Hi, I'm Troy Nicholson. Welcome to Urban Influencers.
1: Joining us today is a, uh, a young influencer who started in Detroit. She fell, uh, well not say fell victim but her family decided to move out of Detroit after the uh, major auto bust of 19, or was it 2008 rather. She moved to Arizona and there in Arizona she became extremely popular. She has a catchy personality. Uh, Everybody loves her. We're sure you're going to love her too. And that's one of the main reasons she's been successful as an urban influencer. Uh, We're going to talk about what she's doing. Uh, right now, she's in New York City. And to make an impact in New York City in today's global marketplace is really, really a great accomplishment. I'd like to introduce to all of you at the Urban Influencer, Ms. Stunna Dior. How are you, ma'am?
2: Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me today.
1: Welcome, welcome. I just wanna ask you, uh, you come from Detroit originally?
2: Yeah, originally I was born in Detroit. I spent, um, I was about uh, 13 or 12, 13 and I moved to Arizona. So I kinda had like the split of half and half before moving to New York. I went to performing arts schools in Detroit. I went to Detroit Academy of Arts and Sciences, which is a school that um, Aaliyah went to when she was younger. I grew up going to the Winans Academy where like the Winans, they have a performing arts school. So I kind of grew up in like an artistic environment
1: and after that, you moved to
2: Arizona. I moved to Arizona. The environment isn't artistic, but I think that's what really kind of pushed me to kind of gravitate and pull it out. I had to work twice as hard to get noticed because the environment isn't artsy. There weren't as many opportunities, so I started with the internet and, like, Twitter and using all technology to kind of boost, you know, my image, and as well as, like, I dress, I was different, like, You know, I'm like six foot tall. I was like the tall black girl in town with a different style from the other side of America. So, you know, that's kind of.
1: So uh, the thing that happened in like your mind was that, uh, you know, I can do this. Uh, I can influence people on a global scale, internet, music, otherwise, music videos here in New York. But uh, what, what did you think about when you thought, I can do this? A lot of people are thinking about it but they, they're not taking the next step.
2: That's a good question. Um, you know, I always wanted to move to New York since I was like five years old. I never had visited prior to moving, but I was in love of any New York movie. I was in love with Broadway, and I grew up going to perform in art school since I was in kindergarten. So I was always performing and doing different things. I performed like Fox Theater in Detroit when I was young. I performed in all types of like festivals, just doing like different dancing um, and um, acting as well. So... I wanted to move here. I figured that if I gave myself a push and a head start using internet and social media, since that was what was big, that would give me, like, my best opportunity to kind of come out here. So by the time I was 16, I believe I had, like, 23,000 followers on Twitter. So in my town, I was pretty popular, and I already knew a bunch of influencers in New York. I got hacked after that, but like that's another story. But yeah, I was, that's what I was doing when I was like 15 years old. I was on the internet hard, you know, just posting my pictures and like my creative styles, YouTube videos, whatever I could do and like messaging people to kind of set myself up for the future here. So ultimately, it's like I kind of had my eyes set on the goal of New York. And I was going to get here by any means. I grew up in the performing arts realm of people. So it's kind of an environment that was around me. It wasn't something I was like, oh, I'm different. I'm amazing. I should do this. It was, you know, it's all around me. It was just something that's a second nature, I'd say.
1: Some of the things that you've done since you've gotten here to New York City.
2: Um, since I've gotten here, I've, I've dabbled in a lot. Um, I started off doing modeling. I've modeled in Style Fashion Week, Adidas Fashion Show. I've modeled for Chris Brown's brand, Black Pyramid. Um, I've done extra work in um, different movies that i have been in theaters, such as How to Be Single with Rebel Wilson, um, Love and Hip Hop Features, where I've done extra work as well. I've shot music videos, and I've dabbled in the styling, and now my most recent creation is my clothing line that I just launched.
1: Okay, as a, a major influencer, someone who I've seen personally, how you are taking care of your crew, uh, what is it that you would like to accomplish with uh, young black women or young women in general? Because I see you have, you have an idea, yes. but I, w- I want to know what it is.
2: Yeah, that's a good, you know, I, I really like that you asked that. Uh, originally, when I was launching my brand, I really wanted to gear it towards, um, like, people, women that are in the industry, like models. I feel like models have a bad rep because they're like, for one, being a model, you're kind of just stationary. People are putting you in the clothes. You don't have a say-so. You just come and you do your job and you don't say anything. So Uh, that's when I begin like sponging up. I've been on both sides. So I've been like sponging, being that model that can't say anything, but it's like they're changing your clothes and they're doing all these different things. I wanted to kind of use a platform. I met so many incredible models that are talented, that sew, that design, you know, that went to culinary school, that have done so many things, but they don't really have the outlet to kind of express, or some of them don't have the full knowledge in creating their own business. So I wanted to kind of like change the outlook on that. You know, I'm a young black woman and there's a lot of different things that I've learned from being in the industry. And I just kind of wanted to put out something that was done by models and for models to show people, designers, other artists that like, look, we're here, too. Like, we also have other talents. We're more than just a face.
1: So your brand. uh, Can you tell me exactly what the name of the brand is?
2: Yeah, the name of my brand is called Volga, Volga Incorporated, Volga Inc. for short. And um, it's a men's and a women's fashion line. I'm launching men's soon. I do have some men's pieces that are selling now. Um, but it's actually, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle. So um, I started off with the clothing pieces, custom, I mean, as well as, right? yeah, exactly. The, you know, it's all about, st- the slogan for my company is styling your inner rebel. So it's all about like, whatever that inner rebel is for you, you don't have to be a model. You don't have to be an entertainer. You don't have to be any of that. You can be an average person going to work your nine and five or whatever you're doing, but you want to style your inner rebel, you know, whatever that might be. It might be cufflinks, It might be the but whatever you want to do in your off time you know i want my brand to represent like that difference so
1: the branding process is one that everyone hears about people try to give us advice on it for 25,000 or 15,000 they'll tell us how to create our own brand but what advice do you have for the next stunner that wants to create their own brand they just don't know where to start i'm just saying to start what advice you
2: have for mm. I'm thinking that like if people if I was to ask someone that question maybe a few years ago what answer would they give to me that now you know I'd be like that's the best advice i had and one of the things is kind of paying attention to what works for you um, I'm a model, but I wouldn't say that I'm a typical model. I've built a brand, and I'm getting booked for my brand rather than being a model. And the way that you can separate yourself from being a brand and an everyday model, because the everyday model comes in with their portfolio. We don't know their names. But if you're a brand and you're a model, then you then know I'm booking stunner. It's not just a, finding what works for you. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit bigger than the other models. I, you know, there's Everybody's different. I found that my style and my professionality when I'm coming to sets is what kind of got me noticed and is what's helped me get a lot further. So I used my style every time I came to set. I was always bringing like different pieces, I always have like different furs, whatever is needed to customize if you need to feature me. And it got me picked up in more roles, it got me more opportunities just being that extra level of prepared and you know also not being just being professional not being you know there's a difference from being in the mix and then like doing too much sometimes it's like you know relax if you're a model do your job a lot of people booked me because they knew i would show up but i wouldn't be like trying to be in the mix so much i would fall back so i would tell people to find what works for you if you're a petite model you know if you're a petite model but you know you got a killer walk or a killer style like one of my models that i'm going to show later on today um then take that and accentuate it. You know what I mean? Use your style network with it. Do as many runway shows. You're going to get told a lot of no's being outside of norm, but what you can do with the opportunities of the yeses that are also like, you know, people that believe in you is, is like the major thing, so.
1: If you have an agency, that's great. But what if you don't have an agency is that the end
2: no it's not the end um i was fortunate when i first moved to new york i got my first agency and it was a small agency multi-talent agency and then shortly later i got my second agency neither one of these agencies were pure modeling agencies and a lot of them did not book me a lot of gigs my first agency ended up booking me like extras and But uh, I ultimately booked a lot of my modeling gigs myself. If you don't have an agent, you need to get in there and start looking like you need to get online, check out what's going on around you, see what fashion shows, what auditions, what castings you have, you know, everything like we have the Internet. And I think a lot of people take it for granted and we're just like based on a few apps. But even if you really dig deep into those apps and you dig deep into like different sources you can find a lot of gems that can help you so if you don't have agents are expensive if you want to pay for an agent if you haven't gotten if you don't have a, a, a modeling agency and you haven't had the opportunity to go to casting start building your own portfolio and kind of get out there and network with that you know and and you never know who you'll meet
1: I've also heard some negative thing about things about managers any comments on that
2: I mean, every manager is different. I feel like we'll say that there's negative things about managers, there's negative things about everyone that's in the industry. I'm pretty sure that somebody could probably find something negative to say about me. So. <laughs> I
1: mean, I had a
2: manager and agent. Yeah, were they bad, they were,
1: though?
2: They were great. So, yeah, so it's they like, it, it depends, because I've had different managers that have been into different things, and I've had managers that have been like, you know, they've been creepy to other people where people have told me stories, but for me, they were like, great. So everything varies with different individuals. I say, like, you can't live your life afraid. you got to go out and just try
1: and uh, also, since you've been here, you've been in some music videos. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about those?
2: Yeah, actually, um, I just shot a music video with Quote. Uh, he's an up-and-coming artist. As well as um, earlier this, this year, about maybe it's about a few months I'm waiting, actually, Beats, he is still holding on to it, so I hope they release. Another up-and-coming artist named Warren Went. Um, he's been doing a lot. Some people have heard of him. He's been... Uh, Featured with um, Sway in the Morning, D Straight Juski, his songs have been on Hustle, T.I. T. I and Tiny Family Hustle and other places. We shot a really dope video and um, BT is holding it right now, but as soon as it will be released, it'll definitely be like on the main platform. So those are like some of my most recent projects. But
1: As an urban influencer, what is the main target group that you want to influence? Um, 12 to 34 year olds you know to I want to influence everyone year olds, 25 to 54 year
2: olds I want to influence everyone I don't want to put a cap in it I don't like to look at it as more so as just the influencer but um you know I want to spark people's interest and kind of inspire people and I think you can inspire every age group has something you can give and take away from each other, you know, so I don't want to put a cap on it and say, because I have a lifestyle brand. At one point, who's to say when you stop living a lifestyle? I know I'm not going to stop, so, <laughs> you know, everyone. Let's say my age group, I want 100-year-olds rocking my stuff. I want them on my Instagram. It doesn't matter. Like, everyone is open.
1: Some of the people in your inner circle, of course, take a big influence from you. Yeah. How did they get their... Uh, Did you like them? Did they like you? Uh, Were they great professionals? Just how did they get into your inner circle and sort of take you as their mentor?
2: My inner circle is really, really small. See, the thing is, you know, when I originally moved to New York, I was just turning 18 years old. I just graduated from high school. So um, I'm an only child. I moved up here with no family. So my trust to who the people that I let around me, like was really little. I just had to feel the connection. I'm a big fan of like energy and you know, you know when things are right. So the people that are in my close circle, I'm a majority of them I've met on some set or another. I met someone in the creative industry, you know, we were on set and we connected. Yes, professionals. And they could have been production. They could have been in a manager or some. They kind of switched over. They could have been modeling and now they're on the side of designing. my one of my business partners, my best business partner is actually one of my best friends. And I met her on a set of a fashion show in Harlem and then again in Connecticut on a set of a TV show. So you know, and it wasn't until the second time that I met her that we really started talking about our under interest and realized that we have a lot more in common than what we really think. And we were able to turn that into business. So, you know, gaining the people that I trusted, there were definitely people that were around, but I was able to see uh, their, their professionality, how they work. You know, I was able to see their credibility, how other people treated them before I even allowed them to get in my circle to get close to me. So that's just how I am. I know a lot of people are a lot more free, but me with my particular circle and due to my circumstances, I'm really protective of the different gyms and things that I have around me.
1: Okay. So they're they're not all your cousins.
2: They're not all my cousins. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Definitely
1: your uh, website can you tell us about that
2: um so we're talking about my website or my company bolger the brand okay so the brand website the
1: brand of influence
2: yes so um my webs my new website that i just launched 3 weeks ago is called com and it's spelled v u l g v r v as in victor wow. and um you know it's it's pretty much it's a bunch of different fashion pieces. I think everything stands out. This is actually from like my fall collection, my birthday collection um, here that I'm wearing. As you can see, like the pieces like all over the place. We got plaid, we got fur. I want each piece to be just unique, whether it's tan gold whatever it's got all these different accessories my website kind of represents that um, I have my new commercial up on my website that I also released in the launch of my clothing line and there's a bunch of pictures of me modeling <laughs> so
1: in terms of uh, internet influence mm-hmm. uh, is there a certain number of millions that you like to reach or you think is a good target number
2: Mm-hmm. That's a tricky question because I know people that have millions of followers and I know people that have worked with the Diddy's and the Mace's and have like 5,000 followers. Uh, you know, it's not about everyone that follows you, sometimes it's about who you know in particularly. So, um, I don't have a trillion followers right now. I have a good following, but I also have a loyal fan base. People have been following me since I lived in Arizona, and they've been kind of on, or in Detroit, and they've been on this journey with me, essentially. So, uh, you know, if I have five million followers on Instagram, but you guys catch me in the movie that one billion people seen, you know, it's all numbers, it's all relative, it doesn't matter.
1: Okay, so we are going to take a short break and take a look at some of your fantastic fashion. Uh, we'll be back with Urban Influencers right after this.
3: Like this, 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 like this,
0: Stay connected at urbanmusicreport.com for the hottest music features and videos, fashion reports, sports stories, entertainment news, and technology updates at urbanmusicreport.com. Stay connected. Welcome back to
1: Urban Influencers. Of course, we are here with Stunna Dior, and we have given everyone an opportunity to take a look at some of the fantastic fashion that she has from her own brand. Uh, thank you very much, Stunner, mm-hmm. and um, thank you for being here with us. And we hope to have you with us again when you continue your uh, fantastic brand. Anytime.
0: Stay connected at urbanmusicreport.com for the hottest music features and videos fashion reports, sports stories, entertainment news, and technology updates at urbanmusicreport.com. Stay connected. I'm Troy Nicholson. This
1: is Urban Influencers. We'll be back with more of Urban Influencers next week. Be sure to tune in.
3: Tenerte have